You're listening to Answer the Call with Brandon and Kristen. Get ready to transform. Because life is too short to put your dreams on hold. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the inaugural podcast for Answer the Call. I am Brandon Millett here with Kristen Heemstra, and we are so excited because this inaugural podcast, we're going to be telling you the vision for the show, all the exciting things we're going to be covering, how we can help you, introduce you a little bit to us, to the two of us, and uh, it's just going to be a fun time. So, uh, Kristen, I'm excited. This is fantastic. Who would have thought 25 years ago we meet at a life and career development class, and here we are all these years later doing some life and career development with other people. Well, Brandon, I am excited too, and I got to tell those who are listening, we have so much to offer you because there's a lot that Brandon and I have experienced, and we went ahead and we went through it all so that you don't have to because it's all about you. We want to help you through this process. Because we know some of the struggles you're having, we know some of the questions you're having, we know some of the excitement as well as some of the malaise that happens during this process. And we are really here for you to help you kind of get through this process and do it in such a way that you come out on the other side so excited about what your future is going to be. Yeah, so think of us a little bit like State Farm, right? Like we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. It's right. true. It's true. We're super excited to be part of this uh, this adventure, this journey. And it's been quite a journey. And uh, I want to start, Kristen, by asking you a question. Now, I remember why I joined the life and career development class where you and I were introduced. But why was it that you found yourself in that space? We were both kind of in our mid to late 20s. So mm-hmm. why, why were you there? Okay, so Brandon and I met in the D.C. area, and we attended an amazing class at Northern Virginia Community College. And I found myself there because, first of all, I had about killed myself trying to get my first job. I graduated from college in the middle of a recession, so awesome, that's great. And I couldn't find a job, and there was just a lot of tools I didn't know how to use. And so it took me longer than the average bear to figure some things out got my first job. All right, that's awesome. And then because it was my first job, I hung on to it like a lifeline, right? Like Mm -hmm. I was grabbing onto that thing and I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. (laughs) It wasn't a good match for me, but damn it, I had health insurance and I was paying my bills. (laughs) Well, what, what was it? If I can ask, what was it that wasn't doing it for you? Well, so I was a business manager at a news bureau and working with really fun, awesome people, but it wasn't satisfying. And I knew that there was something more. I knew that I just, I was impelled, right? I was from within just impelled to kind of move into different space. Now that I had established, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I had met the safety part. That part had been met. So I was ready to kind of climb up more into the self-actualization space. And so that's what brought me into that class was how do I go from the level I'm at, which is, you know, I could say what I did at a cocktail party or at the bar, which was nice, but it does connect soul wise with me. So that's why I ended up in the class. Brandon, how about you? Very similar reasons. Actually, I was miserable in my work life, really, really unhappy. Honestly, at the time, some of the stuff that I was doing, it was sort of in violation to some of some personal value that I couldn't even articulate. I just knew that it just didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I joined the class kind of, and it was kind of a mistake. I thought it was a class that was going to teach us how to help other people with ah. life and career development, right? But then right. it was all about my life and career development. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it was a happy surprise because I, I learned so much about myself through that process. And, and honestly, one of the things I learned is that what I was doing was just not in any way connected to my soul's higher calling. And that's why I was so miserable. And that's probably why you and I connected because we were kind of at the same point in life. And I figured at that time, 
I was like, okay, I'm at quarter life. If I can handle this stuff now, it's kind of like a mild heart attack to the massive coronary of midlife, right? So if I can deal with this, be a little bit more healthy in my choices, then I can avoid the other stuff down the line. And so I decided to get serious about it. And that class was a revelation for me. I don't know if you remember this, but for months after the class ended, we continued to meet as a class. Yeah, we did. We had so much fun. It was so great. I don't even know if that's ever been done in the history of classes. Like, who does that? Were you the only guy in the class? Were there any other guys in that class? I kind of felt like it because when we (laughs) met, I was surrounded by all these awesome women. It was fantastic. But you know what? I grew up with two sisters. I love women, get along with women great. And it was fantastic. And it was a lot of fun. And we learned a lot, I think, oh, because yeah. we continued to learn. We continued to act like almost like a support group. So I thought that that was really, really special. So I learned a lot. My project was on humor therapy. That was something that was always fascinating to me. You know, they always say laughter is the best medicine. And I kind of wanted to know if that was true. A lot of what I've done since then has taken that into account. But I'm a little curious about your project because I remember you presenting and I remember you thinking to myself, she's polished. She's a really polished presenter. Do you remember anything about your project? I really don't, but I can take a guess. Yeah, go ahead. Because I really into Anthony Robbins at that time. I loved him and I wanted to be Anthony Robbins. We have a few differences, size being one of them. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you and me both. That's just the beginning. Uh, but me watching our instructor, Marjorie, at the time, I wanted to be her or some iteration of her. So it most likely was around counseling. I did end up after that class going to get a master's degree in counseling. And then I ended up, as you do, we both have a degree in coaching, which we can talk about in a moment. But it would have been in that ilk because that was really what I was leaning towards. And that was more satisfying to me. Highly unlikely that it was about becoming a nephrologist or anything like that. Right. Well, we went through all the personality <laughs> tests then. We also right. went through the strong interest. And so I'm sure that would have ended up on your list of not to do's, certainly. Right. From that class, for me, it was, it was eye-opening. The door was cracked open and I started to be introduced to all these amazing thought leaders. And, you know, Tony Robbins being one of them, certainly. I was doing a lot of reading. I actually went to one of his uh, Wake in the Giant Within events, but it was a total eye-opening period for me. And I think what happened to me at that time that had the most influence and sent me in a totally different direction was being introduced to Joseph Campbell in The Hero's Journey. So I was dealing with the residual impact of a broken engagement. I was going mm-hmm. to see a therapist. You weren't heartbroken, but you were broken. The, the life that you thought you should have was very different than the life you wanted. And that's exactly what Joseph Campbell says. You have to let go of the life that you thought you were going to have have in order to be open to the one that that you're meant to have. And so I was seeing a therapist at the time. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have a great therapy experience with that particular uh, mm-hmm. social worker. However, she said the words to me, have you ever heard of Joseph Campbell? And I hadn't. And she said, you should go get his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And I did that. And I watched the Powers of Myth series with Bill Moyers. And Joseph Campbell became my first real mentor. I was so impacted by that experience that I ditched my dissatisfying work and I moved all the way across the country to California. And I went to school for psychology to get a master's at the place that housed his actual physical library, which was sort of a surreal experience. But that's sort of where that class took me. But I always say, like, you were part of the Joseph Campbell synchronicities for me. Actually, you know what synchronicities are. Talk a little bit about what a synchronicity is. Well, I'm going to tell you my version, and let's just put this out there right now. I kind of live in the woo-woo world more so than Brandon. So I'm going to, anytime you ask me a question, it's going to have a woo attached to it. But it's, in my opinion, it's the universe bringing these pieces together of you that you put out that you want to happen to like you put out into the world that you want to connect with 
something greater and more profound and more exciting than what you've got. And the universe is like, awesome. I'm going to connect you with Joseph Campbell, who is the, you know, he's the articulator, if you will, of the hero's journey. He certainly didn't found it, but he's the person who makes it so accessible to everyone. And so the synchronicity is that you say you want this, I'm going to bring people who are into the same stuff you're into. I'm going to bring more content into it. And suddenly you're like, wow, this is, this is synchronicity. So you're a little bit lit up because you're just so excited about what's going on. So that's my woo-woo answer. <laughs> hey, look, and by the way, I'm more than dip my toe in the woo-woo water. Okay. I also like the scientific aspects of it too, because I think there is this like fundamental science behind all of that. But yes, you just, you said it beautifully. Like synchronicities are meaningful coincidences. And so at that time, I remember I went and got the book out of the library. I came home, I flipped it open and inside there was a torn out piece of newspaper that said, get a life on it. Now get a life was the name of my radio show at the time, <laughs> which is just like, are you kidding me with this? Right. And then about versus busting you, baby. Busting me. Then 20 minutes later, I get a, an email from you saying, I'm starting a book club. And it's Hero with a Thousand Faces with Joseph Campbell. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I just, I find out about him from the therapist. I go, I open the book. And then after that, I get invited again via email to an Alaskan cruise for Joseph Campbell. So at any rate, so the, the, my move across country was more than just a suggestion by a therapist. It was this whole confluence of things that were happening. And you were definitely a part of that. And I always want to thank you for that because it was a magical experience for me. I'm glad you brought that up because you don't know when you're part of anyone else's synchronicities, right? Because you're in your own jam. You have no idea. Like, I had no idea any of that stuff was going on. I did because you told me, but it's not like I said to the universe, how can I help Brandon today? It's like, how can I get... Oh, I, I'd like to think everybody spends their day thinking that, but they don't. <laughs> we do. Don't. But yeah. after I said that, no, but to, it's just fun to be used as a synchronicity too in that kind of way, right? Right. No, it absolutely is because we're always in service in some way and you're right. We don't know it. And so that's why I think it's, for me, life becomes fun when I'm open to those synchronicities and I'm open to the magic of it all. Because it's not only just fun for me, but it's fun for the other people around me because we're all sort of connected to that same energy, right? So right. after we met at Life and Career Development class, you know, a lot of time passed and many, many things happened. We stayed in touch, of course, you know, Facebook posts and other things. And, and I know a little bit about that, but where did your journey take you after that to this point where we are now? So it's been super fun and it's been super refining. And I think I've evolved and I think that's kind of the process, right? So I think I took another job that had another nice title to it. I was the associate director for the Investment Advisor Association and it paid well. And it, again, I could drop the name at a cocktail party and feel like somebody might be impressed by it also sucked the soul out of me. So I hadn't learned and I do appreciate that the universe will keep giving you these lessons. Again, again. <laughs> and then finally there was a breaking point and I ended up back in graduate school, got a master's degree in counseling. That point in my life, late 20s, early 30s, I knew I wanted to have a family. So I was looking for a career where I could be both parent and be a professional. So I ended up in the school system as a school counselor working with high school students, which I loved. Absolutely loved. I love teenagers because they've got this. They're not cynical yet. Um, I mean, they're cynics, but they're not cynical. Like you know, they all they have this great energy too, and just enthusiasm for life and all that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jaded. Right. Yeah. And so I did that for a long time. And now I have my own coaching practice. I also teach at uh, North Carolina State in the MBA program. But I do coaching for teams. I do coaching for businesses and for individuals. My coaching is really focused on rising to the next level and kind of connecting all those synergenetic pieces and bringing them into the forefront of who and what you are. So it works really well. So it's and I also moved and raised kids and stuff like that. So Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like... Right. So, <laughs> so I have a, 
a freshman in college and a sophomore in high school at this point. So lots of uh, parenting lessons in addition to the formal education. You've got a master's in parent. We all do, right? If you have kids, you have to. So there you are. You had your show. Get a life. So my journey, uh, it was interesting. I mean, when you go to California, it's always interesting. You meet fascinating people. And I actually finished my master's degree at uh, Antioch University. I started at Pacifica. I transitioned into to Antioch University. And really the focus of what I was studying there was transition and change and, and particularly social change. I'd always been fascinated with the idea of the process of changing hearts and minds and how that works. And so I had spent a lot of time in the nonprofit sector. That was where I had cut my teeth early in my professional career. One of my thesis projects was actually a reality show on group therapy. I found the group process fascinating. All of those awesome components just ricocheting around the group and the learning that happens. I, I really believe that the group process hastens the learning process uh, and the evolution. Group process can be quite brutal as well. It can be. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why you learn so quickly from it. I mean, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> in hindsight, it can be very funny. But when you're going through it, yes. not so much. So I actually transitioned out of that into the entertainment sector. At the time, when I moved back, I moved from California back to the East Coast. I met my wife. She uh, was a graduate of West Point, Army veteran. And so the first social change issue I wanted to work on was public understanding of the military experience. I felt like there was a huge gap between the 99% who don't serve and the 1% who do. And, right. and so we started this film festival, nonprofit organization, and out of that grew a production company. And for basically 13 years, I distributed films, produced some films, hosted great events with lots of wonderful people. And we made a difference. We were able to affect change on that issue in a major way. And while it was incredibly satisfying, I started to see some connections between the social change process and the internal change process. It's just a matter of focusing the outward inward. And I could mm -hmm. see where some of the things that I was doing externally could really work for people internally. And I started to get a hunger for helping people more on one-on-one -on -one or smaller group settings and, and more on reaching the next level, reaching their potential. And then I get a Facebook messenger from you. <laughs> right? I mean, this is the synchronicity piece. Mentioning a coaching program that you were engaged yeah. in, just having yeah. a phenomenal time. Oh, yeah. And I followed you there. You know, I went there, I got the certification, core energy coaching, loved it, working mainly with people who are transitioning, you know, in the quarter life space, but certainly the midlife space. I do a lot of work with Generation X, so-called ignored middle child generation. Uh, we're all entering the midlife space now. We all are feeling it and we want big things for ourselves, but for whatever reason, there's something that's been holding us back. And so my passion is helping people get past that. And then once we got through the coaching program, we said, it's just a natural, we have to do a podcast. And that's how this, uh, this came about. And that's, that brings us to the show. Yes. Yes. Our show and our vision, the show answer the call. So Joseph Campbell, who Brandon talked about earlier was the articulator of something called the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is the story of every man. It kind of reminds me of Aaron Copeland's fanfare for the common man. That to me is the audio version of the hero's journey. It's about you are essentially the hero of your own story. And not only are you the hero, but you're the brilliant hero who's figuring things out as you go along. You're the bumbling hero who's effing up every other time you take a step. You know, you're the struggling hero who fell two steps backwards while you're trying to move forward. But through it all, you're also in this process learning who you are. And, and that's the beauty of it. You're connecting in a sense with your own divinity, like the own 
spark that enables you to become grander and grander the more you're connected to it. The answer the call is one of the first steps in the hero's journey where you get called. And in order to get called, you actually have to listen, right? Because <laughs> there's all kinds of calls going on, but no one's picking up the receiver and, and on the other end to hear it, you're going to miss it. If you don't answer the call, there are some consequences. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get called in some other different ways. But the call is really to engage in the fullness of who you are. And so that's what this program is about, is connecting you with the fullness of who you are and all aspects of it. And to be able to laugh at yourself because the highest vibration, the highest energy is that of joy. And I think that's why Brandon's so connected to humor. It's just like when you're joyful, nothing else, no fear can exist because you're just in such a happy place. And often what blocks us from answering the fullness of who we are is what we're afraid of, whether known or unknown known to us. And so this program is really about helping you kind of ferret out some of that stuff, work through it, hash through it, call us and talk about it. We can commiserate with you. We can advise you. We can give you a swift kick in the patootie if that's what you need. But it's really about helping you connect with the amazing part of yourself. That's how I would describe it. Very succinctly, I might add, like that was a really short description. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love the way you put that though, the fullness of who you are, because so many people climb and climb that ladder of success and they get all the way to the top right? I mean, they actually achieve great things in the world, but they find out that the ladder's leaning against the wrong wall. And at that point, they've said, well, I've invested all this time to get here. What do I do now? And really the hero's journey is one of those things that can tell you what to do now. And what I say about Joseph Campbell, he basically studied all of the great myths and stories from all around the world. And he found that there were common themes inside them. It didn't matter whether it was an Egyptian myth or a North American myth or an Eastern myth. They all had this same story structure underlying. And not only did they make these great stories that resonated with human beings on an unconscious level, but he also argued that they were trying to teach us how to live, how to survive as a species, how to have the fullness of who we are. And so that was the magical transition point for the hero's journey. Instead of just being a storytelling device, which it was for a lot of folks in Hollywood, it became this roadmap for how you can live in the world with passion and with joy and the fullness of, of who you are. And so that process is very important. This vision for the show, yes, I mean, we want we want to talk to people who are answering that call. We want to encourage you. We want to support you. We want to hear the challenges and the frustrations and the fears that you're dealing with. And we want to help you to overcome them. And really this process, it comes down to three things. Number one, it's hard to think big thoughts about your purpose and the fullness of who you are when you're dealing with stress and burnout and all the anxiety that we're all feeling. So we have to take the temperature down on that. And that's one of the things we're going to do with this, this podcast. And then you also need to be able to connect to your bliss, connect to your passion points. That's step two. Who are you really at your core? And then thirdly, we need to teach you the tools, the strategies, the pragmatic sort of part. So the woo-woo is the first part. This is the pragmatic part about how to actually climb that ladder once it is leaning against the right wall. And so that's what the show is all about. In addition to fun, 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 fun. I mean, we're going to emphasize fun. We're going to have fun people on guests. We're going to coach great people and we're going to see their arc throughout the course of the show. And it's going to be rich, rewarding, and fun. Agreed. And this is also your show as the listener. We want you to be part of the journey going through it. And we want to hear from you and learn about you because the kind of the richness of the human experience is gathered through others. That's really where, where your life has the most rich experiences. We want to be part of your rich experience and we want you to be part of our rich experience. Absolutely. And this sense of community is a big part of this. I mean, community 
community is important for a number of different reasons, not the least of which is support and then also accountability. I mean, week to week, join us and be with us and we can support each other. We can hold each other accountable to the things that we say that we're going to do and the things that we say that we want, things that are consistent with our values. And I think overall, my hope for this and I think our vision for this is that we create a community of people who are transitioning into the fullness of themselves and having a heck of a time doing it and supporting each other along the way. And I would add our total badasses because one of the things that Brandon and I want for you is to really own your power and really understand how remarkable you truly are. And I think that's a super important thing to get out there up front and be very transparent about because I want you to be the most powerful, badass, kick-ass version of yourself you can possibly be. Uh, And so that's where we hope to go with you. And in order to do that, honestly, it really is about overcoming the one big fear. You know, there are external things that we have to negotiate to be successful, but first you got to deal with that internal thing. And that internal thing so often, that internal block is so often just a fear. And it's it's really something that's fascinating fabricated in our own minds. So often we're Don Quixote swinging at windmills, you know, these imaginary enemies that don't really exist. And so we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the mindset of how that works and how to transition out of that space and be more empowered. We hope that you join us. We hope that you have a great and wonderful time through this experience. We can't wait to learn about you and mm-hmm. to hear about all your dreams and your and your fears, frustrations, wants, desires, to be a part of your journey in the same way that Kristen and I have been a part of each other's journeys. We're going to start calling and you synchronicities. <laughs> Start looking out for them already, by the way, because yes, you're listening to this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now you'll see, if you listen to us, we can promise you things will change. That we can promise. I'm not going to say how, where, you know, any details around it, but things will be changing um, when you open yourself up. That's one of the things about the hero's journey. You do have two different realms. You have kind of the mundane world, which is the world we're all aware of. But then you also have this magical world. We're definitely going to be moving more into the magical world. In terms of what to do next, this podcast, at least initially, is going to be a weekly podcast. You will be able to subscribe to it on iTunes and Spotify and other places. If you join the list and you subscribe, then you will be receiving it on a weekly basis. You'll have access to it on a weekly basis. We'll also be establishing a Facebook group as well that you can join and some other fun things along the way. I love it. So thank you very much for listening. And we look forward to talking to you next week. And Brandon, what are we going to be talking about? Well, I mentioned the first thing you have to do is take the temperature down on your stress and anxiety. And that's what we're going to handle first. We're going to be talking about anxiety. A lot of people are feeling it, especially people that are in transition. So we're not only going to be coaching some people through that process, but we're going to provide some good practical advice for how you can take the temperature down on your stress in your life and and succeed. Taking that one step further, how to read situations so they're not as stressful. So that, you know, there are some things that people read that are really stressful and there's some times you make things out to be more stressful than they actually are. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but anyway. No, you're speaking for everyone. You are speaking for everyone. We're going to be addressing a little bit of that too, so that we can get your perspective a little bit leveled so you coming through like the badass you are instead of like freaking out and being like, so we're So true. Simple mindset shift can do wonders. So listen to answer the call. Join us, participate. We're excited to have you. And this has been Brandon Millett and Kristen Heemstra. 